Welcome to Simplify with Megan, the podcast where I help online coaches grow a life-first coaching business that's simple and sustainable while working less than 15 hours a week. My name's Megan. I'm a mom of two with baby three on the way. And since I started my online business in 2014, I have helped hundreds of online business owners start and grow their businesses to six, multi-six, and seven-figure businesses. I took a two-year sabbatical when I became a parent. And when I relaunched my coaching business as a mom of two, in less than a year, I've made over six figures while working as a true solopreneur for less than 15 hours each week while prioritizing my life and keeping things as simple as possible. I like to keep things real here. So get ready for the most authentic and activating business and sales coaching meant to help you make your life as a busy coach easier and not more complicated. Let's get rich together. If you want to grow a profitable online coaching business in a way that is simple and sustainable, then my 12-month program, Rich Coach Club, is just for you. In Rich Coach Club, we keep things simple and focused on low-lift and sustainable efforts that attract and convert your dream coaching clients. Rich Coach Club is for the coach who wants to make an impact working with dream coaching clients without hustling, burning out, or feeling stressed out. This is the only program that's focused on helping you get booked out in your private coaching so that you can truly master and refine a simple and sustainable business without working around the clock. I'm sharing all of the details you need to know about Rich Coach Club over at richcoachclub.com or at simplifywithmegan.com forward slash club, where you can watch the replay of the live masterclass I hosted teaching you how to make six figures from private coaching while working 15 hours or less. And you can learn everything you need to know about Rich Coach Club. The investment to join my 12-month program, Rich Coach Club, is $500 a month for five months or $2,500 pay in full. The doors to Rich Coach Club are only open twice a year. So if you're listening to this right now, the doors are open and they will be closing soon until the end of this year. I hope I get to work with you inside of Rich Coach Club. Go to richcoachclub.com in order to learn more. Welcome to the Productive Life Podcast. In this episode, I am talking about my favorite productivity and time management tip to make creating content and pretty much doing anything in your business easier and faster. Welcome to the Productive Life Podcast hosted by me, Megan Minns. This is the podcast for entrepreneurs who want to be more productive in their business and their personal life. Because as a business owner, your business and personal life are connected, and we can't talk about one without talking about the other. Each week, you'll learn about productivity, organization, personal development, self-care, business strategies, and more. And now, let's get started. Okay, so y'all know that I love productivity. I love time management. I love different hacks and techniques and strategies and all of it. It's my jam. And that's why I started this podcast. So I'm excited to be sharing with you a lot more detail on one of my favorite, and I think one of the most effective time management and productivity techniques you can incorporate in your business. Now you can incorporate it in a lot of different ways. I am going to be going really deep on one specific way you can use it and how I use it really, really consistently in my business. And this tactic, this technique, this strategy is batching. So if you haven't heard of batching before, let me try to explain it in a simple way. Batching is basically creating a dedicated block of time to execute 
similar tasks in order to increase productivity and decrease distraction. So an example of this and the example I will be going through for the most part in this episode is content creation. So if you're doing YouTube videos or podcasts or anything like that, any kind of content creation will apply. The act of recording the videos in one big batch can be really, really effective. Or what I do with the podcast is I sit down and record usually four to five podcast episodes in one go. And that is batching. So instead of starting from scratch and doing the whole process for each podcast episode where I pick the topic, I decide the SEO, I outline it, I record it, I do the post-production, it moves on, and then I do the next episode all over again on a week-to-week basis. Batching and doing one piece of that, the recording piece all at once, allows me to be more efficient and get more done more quickly and work ahead of time. If you've ever felt like you're on the content creation hamster wheel, I would highly recommend you start batching your content. And you can actually batch all elements of this. So maybe you also batch selecting the topics or batch outlining them, or even batch the post-production, the actual editing piece, or maybe you even batch creating social media posts. Maybe every Monday morning, you schedule out Instagram posts for the whole next week. There's no wrong way to batch, and there are so many different ways you can use it. I find that for business owners like us who do online business, who create content, that batching is a must-do strategy to break out of the content creation hamster wheel, to start publishing and getting ahead of schedule, and really doing more in your business besides creating free content because you need to make some money, and you need to have plenty of time to work on money-making activities. So like I said, throughout this episode, I'm going to be talking mostly about podcast batching just because that's what I do and I can give you the most examples. But let's talk about batching and how you can do it. So even if you don't do a podcast, this whole episode will still be very, very applicable and actionable for you. Okay, so the first part of batching is to decide the frequency in which you want to batch. If you would like to create content, for example, and only have one day a month where you're recording new episodes, then you should go ahead and decide that. So go ahead and decide how often you want to be doing these things. Do you want to do one recording day a week, one recording day a month, one recording day a quarter? Anything is possible. One recording day every other month, anything like that. Decide what you want it to look like. How often do you want to do it? And is it a whole day? Is it a whole week? What's the time commitment? So we actually want to start there first. I want you to decide what you actually want this to look like in the end, instead of figuring out how many episodes you can do at a time, yada, yada. I want us to start here because I want us to decide what we really want for ourselves. And then we're going to try to make it happen. So we're going to start here. So in a dream world, in your dream life, how often do you create your piece of content? How often do you create that pillar of content? How often do you record an episode or a video? And if you'd like to workshop this with me, write that answer down somewhere right now as you're listening. The next thing we need to decide is how many things you need to batch each time you do it in order for that rhythm to make sense. So if I want to record once a month for the podcast, and I don't want to get in the situation where I'm ever like one week out and there's nothing recorded and I have to do it that week or else, I don't want that because what if I get sick or life happens? I want to make sure there's always a little bit of buffer. So in order for me to record once a month, but incorporate buffer, I need to record more than four episodes each month. So ideally a single batch would be five, at least for now while I'm building up a bank and getting ahead of schedule. So that means in a single podcast batch, I need to record four to five. Now I also do interviews 
So those are not included in my batch right now. That's a separate topic. But if I was doing only solo episodes, I would need to do four to five in a single solo podcast batch in order to only record once a month and still not get stressed out and get really close to the next publishing date with no episode ready. The third thing you need to do is prepare in advance for your batch. So what do you need to do before you sit down and record? So for me, I need to finalize the topics and I need to outline what I'm talking about. And sometimes outlining is really specific. Sometimes it's like scripted. Sometimes it's three bullet points. Sometimes it's a mind map. So whatever works for me, whatever works for you, there's no wrong way to prepare, but do whatever you need to do to prepare and list out what those action steps are and figure out when you're going to do it. When I was doing YouTube videos and I was batching, I also knew that I needed to prepare my room. I needed to set up lights, set up my camera. I needed to get ready. I needed to test everything. And that took a lot of time. So I actually decided to start prepping as much of that as I could before recording day. So the night before, I would set up the lights and the camera as much as possible. And then the next day, I could hopefully just get ready and show up and record. So regardless of what you're batching and what kind of content you're creating, what can you do in advance before you sit down to create the content to make it easier and faster and more efficient on the day of? Ideally, the day of your batch, you are super focused on that one task and don't have many other distractions. So I want you to do as much in advance as you can. And the last thing you need to do is schedule all of this out. Schedule out when you're doing the work in advance, add it to your Asana, add it to your calendar, figure out when it's happening. You need to also schedule in these batch days. I actually have all of my podcast batch days scheduled for at least the next three months at any given time. And that way I can start protecting those days. I can also have it in the back of my mind as I look at my weeks, my months, when new content needs to be created by. And it just helps me have a really clear sense of my timeline. So don't just decide you want to do it once a month. Look at your schedule. If you're doing it once a month, you're recording five. When is the next time you have to have the next batch done by? What's your deadline? When is this actually happening? And put it all on your calendar. Not only the batch days, but the prep days, what needs to happen before. Let's make this a real system. So build all of that out, make those decisions and make it a reality in your business and in your schedule. And then I guess the actual last part of batching is to do it. It is to commit, it's to show up, it's to do the work before, and it's to do your best. The reality is I might decide that I need to record five podcast episodes that batch to stay ahead of schedule, to keep building a buffer. If I only get done three, the reality is I'm still ahead of schedule and that's still a huge win. If I only have the time, the energy, the inspiration to do three episodes, I do not believe in forcing it to put out content just to put out content. So I will trust that, you know what? I did three today. I'm going to have to bump up that next podcast batch day. So we're going to have to make that work. I'm going to have to reschedule that to do it sooner, but at least I didn't do zero. So if you're a bit of a perfectionist or a type A person or ever have that feeling like, well, if I couldn't do it, you know, hundred percent, then why do it at all? I'm going to need you to work on that because part of this is being a little flexible. Ideally you do record all five if that's what you need to do. And most of the time you'll be able to, but if it's your first time batching and maybe you thought you could do five and it turns out you really can only do three, that is okay. Let's learn, let's adjust and let's try something different next time. Maybe you give yourself two days to batch. Maybe you do more prep in advance. Maybe you do shorter pieces of content. Maybe you just can't do it once a month right now with the way your life is and it needs to happen twice a month. Either way, we're still achieving our goal of getting more done faster and without getting as distracted. 
because on the day of batch day, you have nothing else going on. And I guess I could have explicitly listed that as a step, but always make sure that you don't have any other tasks to do on the day of a batch. So there's no meetings, there's no other calls, there's no decisions that have to be made, there's no due dates. Like your sole purpose on a batch day is those tasks. And that includes when you're actually showing up to record, but also if you're doing post-production, if you're doing editing, if you're doing outlining and research, like try to protect those batch days as much as possible to allow you to really, really focus on that task and not get distracted because that's why this is powerful because when you can avoid distractions, you can get so much done so much faster. If you let yourself open up Slack and check email and check social media and answer a client's message and respond to a team member while you're supposed to be batching, you're really not helping yourself. You're making this harder. You're defeating the whole purpose. So there is a layer there of preventative work by clearing your schedule and setting expectations, but there also is a personal level of accountability that you have to commit to showing up in a certain way on a batch day. So that is how I use batch recording in my business and how you can too to be more productive and efficient and break out of the content creation hamster wheel. Again, this is my favorite productivity and time management tactic. It's the most impactful on a broader scale than just day-to-day productivity. So I highly recommend you give it a shot. And if you are looking to do content batching in particular, or just get more organized with your content calendar, your content plan, I do have a content calendar spreadsheet that you can actually download by clicking the link beneath this video. It's the exact same content calendar that I use in my business. It's how I plan out my content. I know what topics are coming up in the next batch, and I can delegate and pass on information to my team about what the URL should be, what keywords to use. And it's a really great reference for all of us as a team to see what has been published when and what what is coming out next. So be sure to click the link beneath this episode to download the content calendar and start using it right now in your business. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you decide to start batching your content, I would love to hear from you on Instagram. So be sure to tag me and I can cheer you on. And I just hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. I will talk to you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Productive Life Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean so much to me if you would share your biggest takeaway on your Instagram stories or wherever you hang out. This helps me understand what you find the most helpful so that I can make more episodes and resources like this. If this podcast has helped you at all, please take just one minute to leave a review on iTunes so that we can help spread the word about the Productive Life Podcast with others who may enjoy it. And last but not least, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to get the latest episodes sent to you directly. To learn how to work with me one-on-one or get instant access to freebies, trainings, templates, workshops, and more, be sure to go to meganmins.com right now. I'll see you in the next episode.